0: Welcome to Roundtable Radio, the podcast from Roundtable Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and read about what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Hey, Ed. Hey, Leslie. And welcome, everybody, to Art Month. Yes. I've, de- I've decided it is Art Month, and yea, verily, <laughs> it is Art Month. Um, we have called it Art Month because we have some exciting things coming up. We do. Uh, we have your exhibition. Mm-hmm. And my film mm-hmm. gulp. <laughs> I feel like we have similar levels. No
1: gulp about it. <laughs> of
0: trepidation. <laughs> I'm very enthusiastic about your project. And Nervousness. I feel like I'm receiving excitement from you about mine. I'm
1: incredibly excited about it.
0: Yeah, so we'll just we'll just share that excitement for each other and right. continue to <laughs> be a little nervous about our own.
1: Well, I think we're I think we're making good use of the fact that, thankfully, after nearly three years, the Les Beaux Art Gallery. Is opening at Roundhill Community Church. It is, and that gives us an opportunity to show an exhibition of art, uh, and to you've created a film about it. So yeah. it's really given us uh, a moment of opening to share some of these gifts and reopen, you know, mm-hmm. reawaken the centrality of the arts in absolutely in the congregation.
0: Absolutely, and we'll have a podcast. Interview with the curator of the Lipos Art Gallery next week for the yes. podcast. Looking forward to that very much. And so we invite you, dear viewers and listeners, to join us, if you would like, on January 22nd at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. here at Round Hill Community Church, if you're a local, um, for the exhibition opening and film premiere Debut. party. <laughs> I think it's going to be a wonderful time. I've missed having that gallery. Oh, yeah with with something there it's a big
1: emptiness it
0: really is it's what a i mean what a treat to have such a wonderful space Mm. here that I, i mean we get to walk through every day on our way to work right it's such a it's amazing so i'm looking forward so much to having that back alive yeah again um this isn't no this isn't your first exhibition is That's it? correct. Yeah. Yep. So you've done this a few times. <coughs> mm-hmm. but this is th- your first one here. First
1: one at the church perfect. at this at, at Le art gallery. Yep. So perfect. Yeah. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> like all ideas that I find that end up coming <laughs> to fruition, I don't remember whose idea it was or where the idea came from, but somehow I ended up making a mini documentary. <laughs> it's one of those things you stop and pause when you're halfway through, like, what why did I decide? <laughs> <laughs> to do when you're editing at 11:30 at night like I, I, I'm enjoying I'm having a great time but I'm not quite sure why I'm here <laughs> let that be your guide That's <laughs> great just following uh I'm trying to follow my enthusiasm
1: it's been fun for me to see it in process yes to see how the, the I mean I haven't seen the inner workings in the infrastructure but I've seen how the pieces have come together yes and uh, you've got a gift for it.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, we'll see when it's done. <laughs> it's not actually done. It's close. It's getting close. I'm no longer panicking that it time be done. will literally tell. It will tell. <laughs> It'll be done at 4 p.m. on January 22nd. There is when we will go. Will it be done? Uh, but it's been a. It's been such an interesting process, and we're going to talk more about that. Actually, as the last episode of Art Month, because as part of the event. Um, after we show the film, it's, like f- it's 15 minutes long, actually 16 <laughs> minutes and 32 seconds. What, who's counting? Um, we're going to have a conversation about it and we'll mm-hmm. have a, that will, we will record that for the podcast if, right. uh, for our friends who can't make it to, uh, in person to join us for that. That's going to be a lot of fun, but it got us thinking about art Mm-hmm. And faith, mm-hmm. which are two words we like to bring together as often as possible here. We do, especially on Rantel Radio. We actually have a couple episodes called that already. This mm-hmm. is a a through thread we've enjoyed tugging at. Yep. Um. So, what is the role of art? I guess art in faith, but then also art in 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 the church mm. um, as as a community of faith.
1: Well, there's a question. There's a
0: question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think it's a wonderful question because it seems to me that art and faith have been connected from the very beginning, right? right? <clears throat> and whether we conceive of art as storytelling and art as music and art as mark making and art as so many different expressions, poetry, it's mm-hmm. been there from from the get-go. Right. And I think that human beings have struggled to give expression to their feelings and their experience in the world and their hopes and their fears through art for many tens of thousands of years. And we're mm-hmm. seeing more and more evidence of that. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting to me that in the life of the church, so much of who we are and what we are is tied to artistic expression. Yeah. And right. We really depend on the arts for the fulfillment of our mission, for inspiration, yeah, um, to clarify our purpose, to express our emotions, all of that. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, within the last couple of weeks, of something I hadn't thought about for a long, long time. Um, when I graduated from college, I lived for a summer in a really challenging urban housing area, mm-hmm. in, in just on the outskirts of Edinburgh, Scotland. Forty thousand people, very, very deprived conditions, and um, so I worked with a minister there, leading a youth camp for mm-hmm. the summer. And uh, by the time I arrived, um, he was he was cre- creating this project in the church, where he had basically pulled all of the pews out, mm-hmm. created um, this open space, and he filled it with art. Wow. And so it was actually, I think, probably the first gallery I ever visited, and it was in this beleaguered church with this beaten down iron wrought fencing around it, and uh, grass that hadn't been mowed, and, and it just looked like it was really in disrepair. But when you walk through the doors, he'd created this beautiful gallery. I think he wanted to say to the community, there's beauty here, there's beauty here. Right. You know? And art was a great way for him to say that. And then you think about all those years when artistic expression uh, helped to communicate the stories of faith if people couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Um, they could see those stories played out on tapestries and stained glass and stone sculpture. I mean, it's like we've, we will find a- any material that we can possibly get our hands on right. to tell the story and pass it along.
0: Right. Absolutely. To And to be creative. Mm-hmm. I feel like that creative mm-hmm. expression. I was having a conversation with Shannon recently, our wonderful colleague. <clears throat> and she was being complimentary about something, which is very nice. Um, but I said to her, I said, well, I said... I, I said, you know, if I'm not creating, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, a creativity, I think I'm discovering that creativity and being able to express some sort of, cre- you know, in whatever medium I'm working with that day. Mm-hmm. But being able to express myself to make something where there was not something before is a, is like the, my fundamental self-care mm. is what really That's like great. like caring for my heart and mm. my soul Feels like if I'm able to create something, if I'm able to work with my hands, work with my mind, to just make something, yeah, you know, like that to me feels like such a, like a fundamental part of myself. Yep. And if I look around, I'm like, I haven't really done much in a while. You, you kind of look back you're like, well, that you know, some some stuff was happening, right? You know, and, I, and right. I look back and it's sort of such a fundamental thing. What do you think it is about art that is so? Like helpful to the person making it.
1: Well, my own personal take on this is that you know art taps into a part of myself that I don't get to actually use all that often mm-hmm. in ministry. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's about wordless presence quite often, and so it's not about uh, having to find all the right words or communicate the, the right ideas, Sure. right? So it bypasses that and it finds a way into a part of our bodies and our minds and souls that uh, may not often get expression. Yeah. I love your comment about, you know, if you're not creating, you'll feel like there is something that's out of alignment or something wrong. Yeah. That's it. My sense about that is that when we refer to burnout, we usually think, uh, sort of the default option is we're just working too hard, too many hours, and so yeah, on. Yeah. I think burnout actually comes not from too much labor, although it it we can exhaust ourselves, oh. but it's actually not engaging our energies in in the right way. Yeah. And uh, that's why I've heard people say over the years, if you don't create, if you're feeling inclined to create and you don't create, you'll get sick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the sickness might manifest itself as an exhaustion right. or a frustration or yeah. an exasperation. And so sometimes it's actually about the way through burnout is, is through more energy expenditure, but doing the right thing. right? And that's the key, because when people are doing something they really love and enjoy, they're out of it. You know, yeah. they are just lost. <laughs> the time flies by. We'd all like to have that experience more in the daily work that we do. Right. Right. That right. would be the great when vocation and avocation line up very nicely with each other. I'm a fan of it. Right? Yeah. We want more of that. That's great. And less. then you
0: find yourself <laughs> sitting in your office 1130 editing <laughs> going, whoa, how did that happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um,
1: I want to come back to your question in one other way. And yeah. this was through a very simple comment I heard from a woman who was a, a watercolor, a teacher of watercolor. And she was a remarkable teacher, but she said that, um, you know, she had been part of a community of faith for a while, but had really kind of dropped out of it because she said there was no room for the visual arts in her faith experience as a community. Really? Just nothing, nothing really that was there. And she said that when people, when she heard the words, let us pray, the first thing she wanted to do was to put color down on a page.
0: Oh, lovely.
1: And I think our instinct, right, is we hear those words and we think more words are coming. Right. Right? Or maybe silence, but not color. Not color. Or not movement like dance right. or not the sound of a hammer blow against a stone, right? Yeah. Why can't all of those expressions be prayer? So what we've done is we've taken this wide range of possibilities, mm-hmm through the arts, yeah. and we've narrowed them down, narrowed it to this very, very tiny band of options. Mm-hmm. So I think art and faith are critical to one another because the more we engage the arts by looking at them as well as actually participating in mm-hmm. the creation of them, um, that we are, we are broadening out that band. We're opening that door. Yeah. More feeling flows through that. More emotion, um, more depth. That's what we really are wanting to get. A you know,
0: and I, I feel like as a of. church, we're so, over. I guess probably the past century, church has become Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you right? You know, and faith sometimes feels very Sunday centric. Mm-hmm. And when we let it move and flow through those acts of create of creativity, and we acknowledge that and give that the time and care and space as a, as a, as a, for lack of a better term, or lack of a term I can think of, as a holy time, mm-hmm. as, a, as a sacred time for yourself mm-hmm. to be uh, in an act of faith. I think it, it gives, it's a, it's a, a reconnection mm-hmm. almost. It, it's, it's a unifying of your whole self. Right, into you know as a as a as an intellectual person and also as a person with 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 creativity and hands and all that, so I'm also thinking about you know how art as we as makers mm-hmm. but then also art as as sort of receivers of art mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. so for those who will be coming to the exhibition opening at mm-hmm. the end of the month, what What is, what can art do for us as we, as we observe and absorb it?
1: Hmm. Well, I think it's, uh, similar to something I was saying earlier, which is that as we observe it, it pushes us beyond what might be easily said. Right. Right. And so we're an extremely word oriented culture. We're using words right now to communicate. And, um, there's a lot of joy and enjoyment that comes from that. However, um, I started having this experience some years ago when I kind of moved towards abstract mm-hmm. art. I always thought, you know, real art was that art that made it look <laughs> like, uh, you know, you were looking at a sunset and you could practically put your hand out into right, the, right, right into right. the scene. Um, but then when I moved away from that, what I discovered is that in abstract art, All art in effect is has an abstract base because it's based on shapes. Sure. Right. And initially those shapes look abstract, but some artists turn them into representational paintings. But there's something about looking at a certain shape that can itself have meaning. Mm -hmm. And we may not have a clue about why that is the case. Like why is that shape seem to be speaking to me? Like why is it making me feel what I'm feeling right now? And I think that it's just as possible for the spirit to communicate through those shapes, those wordless presences, right. as it is through any of the other arts that we, not not more so or less so, but yeah. just the same. And I think that's what we can come away with when we're uh, looking at art. Hopefully that might happen for some people when they're looking at the film yeah. and looking at the art that's there, that what are these shapes? How does this art make me feel and it may be that people will look at some of the art and say this doesn't really connect with me at all Mm -hmm. and that's highly possible just as it's possible that it might you know we might not connect with a sermon or a you know a particular um stained glass window many people say i love that i think that's so beautiful and we're thinking i don't doesn't do anything for me (laughs) right to me that feeling only makes me want to push a little farther and say well are there, are there images that speak to me? May not be here, right. in this room, but where are they? Um, I think the reason that people are often, will often say, or I have often heard it said, that, oh, you know, pastor, I just have to be out in nature, right? right? Part of it is that it's actually it's the sights and the sounds and it's the shapes out there.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Right. Yeah. And we, we may not know why the shape of that particular tree trunk. speaks to us. But we know that we like it and we want to be close to it. We might even go up and hug it as long as we can be sure nobody's watching. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that that's what might happen as an experience of the film and the exhibition that people will come into contact with art that's done in a certain way with certain materials, certain shapes, and just say, Open yourself to that. See yeah. what see what happens.
0: It's almost like connecting us to our childhood. Mm. Yeah, c- uh, you know, observations of shapes and color. Right. I think about you know in the summertime we have family friends that will come and and hang out around the pool and we have um it's like this gravel around uh-huh. the pool and <laughs> they spend
1: yes. so much
0: time. <laughs> on hands and knees
1: rearranging the gravel rearrange
0: the gravel or picking out their favorite pieces mm-hmm. and looking at them so closely and then giving them to mom and dad because they want to bring home their very very special rocks
1: what a beautiful experience right? it's the
0: coolest thing i enjoy it so much so they're like I sorry know. we're taking your gravel i'm like take it <laughs> isn't that rock was never so appreciated as it was today
1: <laughs> you know I, i'm really glad you mentioned children in this regard but you know have you ever seen a child or maybe some of us might have a memory of having a crayon and just like really going at it on a piece of paper. Right. And there's a red, then you grab another orange and you do that. And it's like you're grinding through. I mean, the paper eventually (laughs) rips and splits and it's, there's all that energy in there. Yeah. And, um, Someone years ago asked me if I had ever heard of the artist Cy Twombly and I had not so I dutifully went off and got a couple of books about him and then eventually went to the Museum of Modern Art in New York where they had a Cy Twombly exhibition oh, and the art of Cy Twombly looks uh, notoriously <laughs> like the art that gets created by children nice. when they are just intensely That's doing going for that. it. But what you can see in his art is the same reckless, freedom, uncaring um, spirit that is often present in children when they create art. And so when some people look at Cy Twombly's art, they're like, I think my child could have done that. Well, my first response, yes, right. My response is, I hope your child can do that. (laughs) I hope so, because that would show that that energy of expression is there. Mm -hmm. And if someone says, you know, I could have done that. I hope so. Uh,
0: Do. Go for it. Please do.
1: Because if it's possible Mm -hmm. that we can create like that, Mm -hmm. then maybe our faith life can be like that, too. Yeah. And to me, that's the connector. Right. Okay. The energy that we're finding in that art and the energy that we're finding in that faith, if those are talking to one another, yeah. I think we've got something really interesting going there. I love
0: that. That's so great. This is actually reminding me that I've had a lifelong goal and I have a feeling this is going to, I probably won't be able to start this till I'm like retired, <laughs> but I've had this lifelong goal of making like a tapestry, but like a, like a medieval. Oh, Wow. Tab, like with a with a unicorn and <laughs> the, the whole I mean the whole nine yards. Wow. Every time I've seen them, I'm like, I really want to make one of
1: those. Castle in the background. <laughs> the whole, I mean the whole right. the
0: whole thing. The whole thing. Maybe there's like a fryer in the corner. Of course. With like a pint of ale. You know, I'll have to I'll have to work on it. But
1: <laughs> isn't that great? It's just
0: reminding me. I'm like, oh yeah. About every five years, I'm like, oh yeah. I should really think about that. I, do I, I know how to do it? No. I have no clue. I have no idea how one does that.
1: I think that I'm fascinated by those um, little inklings yeah. that come up. Like, where does that come what, from? What? Where, where's that around? But it's part of this upswelling yeah. of artistic energy that comes out of this, I think, this great shared reservoir, mm. you know, from mm. which we can, it's a common well from which we can drink. Yeah. And again, um, you know, it's wonderful to have that dream. Isn't yeah. it? I mean, just to think, I might do that tapestry one day. Do that tapestry one right? day. Yeah. I, and I think that that's it, there's something that's so much fun just about thinking about it. Yeah. And um, you know, I can just remember members of my family when I was growing up. They would sometimes say, you know, like half the fun is in the dreaming. Sure. You know, and so that when you're thinking about that, again, here's another connection that if we're thinking about art that way. What is there? Is there a similar feeling that we're having Mm -hmm. about the way the world might work? Right. Right. And to think, you know, one day I'm going to do this thing for the earth or this, I'm going to do this thing for my neighbor or this thing for my family member. And I think there are a number of obstacles we sometimes have to push through in order to get to that place. You know, it's all the internal voices that say, you can never do it. You don't know how to do a tapestry. What are you talking about? You know, and, um, or you're just that one person and really what difference can you make? And I think that those who make have found a way to face off with those obstacles yeah, and have found a way gradually, slowly, but persistently, To push through. The good news is we can push through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, but that is that is such a wonderful moment when that energy wells up, whatever the project might be, and then just carries us forward until that time when we can really let go, give in and go for it
0: absolutely so thank you so much for joining us for this kickoff of Art Month we hope you'll be able to join us on the 22nd here at Roundhill Community Church you can find more information about the event at roundhillcommunitychurch.org or at edhorseman.com mm-hmm. uh, there's a place to RSVP in both of those it will all go the same place and so we look forward to seeing uh, you there and interacting with you about Art Month
1: you're here, here.
0: Thank you for listening. Roundtail Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Roundtail Community Church. For more information, please visit RoundtoRadio.org.